This is episode 20 of the Game in Effect podcast. We've been gone for a long time. I'm talking about a good, at least a good 10 months, man. I, I got real busy, tied up with a lot of things, man. But we're definitely back. We're going to try to do this once a week and uh, give the people some real knowledgeable uh, gaming you know, news uh, and, uh, you know, politics, everything within the game and industry from a technical standpoint, you know, because there's a lot of podcasters out there. They kind of stray away from what the listeners and the supporters really want within the gaming community. So I I tried to round up uh, some really good uh, guys within the gaming community that knows what the hell they're talking about when it comes to games with no bias. It don't matter if they're Xbox guys, PS4 guys, or PC guys. You're always going to get straight talk, honest opinions. And that's what it should be about. At the end of the day, this should be about fun because after all, it's gaming. So enough of that. Let's get into it. Uh, who wants to introduce themselves first? Oh, <clears throat> well, I guess I go first. It's your boy, uh, the Black Bruce Wayne. Um, I guess I could say I'm an all-around gamer. I currently game on Xbox One. I'm at PC, getting into the PC gaming, uh, and I, I play whatever. I'm, I'm an all-around guy: sports, RPG, shooters, fighters. You name it, I've probably played it. Um, that's about it, man. Not much to it. Nick? And I am Level Vision, uh, and I had a channel myself, and I pretty much play pretty much anything that catches my attention. Um, you know, I pretty much play uh, anything that, like I said, that catches my eye. I mean, it can be anything. I can play one minute, I can be playing sports, or next minute, I can be lost playing uh, action adventure game like Tomb Raider, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I pretty much play anything. Uh, just that's just who I am. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's definitely good to know, so the people can get familiar with who they're listening to every every week. Now we're gonna jump right into this, man. Awesome. Like I used to do. We're just gonna jump right into this. I want to ask you guys a qu- question individually. Does Sony's PlayStation 4 need backwards compatibility to compete with Microsoft's Xbox One or soon-to-be Xbox Scorpio. Bruce Wayne, what you think? That really depends, basically, on Microsoft's move with the Scorpio. And the only reason I say that, because regardless of what people may say or think or whatever system they think is the superior system, Sony's going to sell regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have to sell the dream of backwards compatibility to sell over a million PlayStation 4s. So sure. reg- regardless if they get it or not, Sony's still going to sell. Now, would it be a benefit to console gamers? I mean, definitely. I mean... I mean, it is what it is. Who wouldn't want to go back and play classics like God of War 1 or, or Tomb Raider? I mean, to differentiate themselves and become the more superior platform, if you're going to go backwards compatible, go all the way back. Go back to PS1. 
Mm. You got to do something different other than Microsoft. Don't just go last gen because seeing the current trend in this generation, we're playing a crap load of remasters from last gen anyway. So you got to take it a mm-hmm. step further. You know, so you got to, you basically got to go all the way back, is what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, not many people are carrying around, like, they're not like most of us. I mean, some of us console gamers who own the retro consoles. I have a PS1, I have a Dreamcast, I have an OG Xbox, I have a GameCube. They're not like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give them the opportunity, especially these newer generation of gamers, these younger cats that didn't grow up in our era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, what, I, I just, yeah, that's that's just it with me. They just have think? to be different. What you think, Nick? Uh, so I see it as something that I feel like it does, because um, taking from you know the people that I interact with that play video games uh, here, where I'm from, uh, you know, a lot of them, like especially with my family, because my family were, you know, we were, I was pretty much born into gaming, so like. When I hear of like a new console coming out, they come to me to figure out, you know, is there gonna, like, is, are we gonna be able to play, you know, is the PS4 can you play PS3 games on it? Can you play PS2 games on it? And I feel like that's something that I feel like a lot of people would want in their consoles because you know, like, you know, Black Reason was saying, like, you know, it's a lot of people don't keep their old systems. You know what I mean? So being able to carry on something that they had before, you know, that's something that I feel like would catch more people's eye. And plus it gives them a chance to actually play their console once they get it. Cause once a new console comes out, there's not a lot of, you know, I mean, speaking from the PS4 first came out, you know, I feel like there wasn't a lot of games on there, but people just wanted to move away from their old console instead of switching back and forth. So I feel like if they, had backwards compatibility, I feel like that would be something a good sign for Sony to compete with Microsoft because Microsoft's already doing that. So I think it would be good. Okay. That was some great opinions. I don't even know what to say now. Y'all took everything I probably was going to say. <laughs> I kind of agree with both of you guys, though. Mm-hmm. I think it would be good to be able to go back and play a lot of the classics from the first PS, uh, first PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It came out, what, 1995? I think that yep. would be good to be able to go back and play, say, Siphon Filter, something yeah. like that. You know, um, I also believe that it's not necessarily needed if they didn't want it. But I think at this point, mm-hmm. Sony's selling so many consoles that it's a luxury at this point. I think that's probably how they look at it as well, too. When you selling forty plus million consoles, you kind of did everything right in the checks and balance column. Mm-hmm. You know, they sold a lot of consoles, but I do think, you know, give it to the people. You made them. You made some money. Give yeah. it to the people. <clears throat> you know, I mean, but at the end of the day, at the man, end of the day, it's really it's really based on the consumer. If the consumer asks for it, if they petition do whatever they want to do for it. I mean, that's maybe what Sony will answer that call. But, I mean, like you said, Sony doesn't have to. They're going to sell regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, unless unless there's a strong demand for it, which, I mean, as far as I can tell, there really hasn't been. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. Okay. Now, let's, just keep, let's keep it on the console topic. Let's talk about this Nintendo Switch, man. Nick, starting with you, Nick, mm-hmm. what are you – what are your – what are your opinions as of right now about the Nintendo Switch? So with the Switch, as far as my opinion goes, 
I'm actually excited for it um, because I know me and you talked about it, you know, a long time ago about Nintendo and you know the things that we possibly could happen and pretty much did. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm excited. You know, what I mean, because it's like Nintendo's been in this uh, grueling dogfight to just get respect again because not a lot of people respect Nintendo, and I'm actually excited to see this new console. Um, and I think it just came out that the Wii U, they're actually closing the Wii U soon. I don't know if you guys heard of that or not, but um, yeah. it looks like they're going full force with this Switch. So I'm excited to see what's to come for it, you know? Um, but again, I don't know what's going to happen with the Switch, but as far as my opinion of where I'm at excitement uh, level-wise, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I can't wait um, to play those games that are going to be coming out for the Switch. What do you think about the name? You like the name? Does it suit uh, it? Actually, at first I didn't understand it, but then actually when I saw the trailer, I, I it makes sense now. Like I get it. Like from taking it, you know, from where it's at, and you can take it out and travel. So I get it. You're switching from you know being it a, like a stand or you know like a something that's sitting on your desk and then taking it wherever you want. So I get it. I get the name. Okay. Shout out to uh, Vice Versa. He sent us a little shout out. Shout out to him. Um, what do you think? Uh. Black Bruce Wayne, what's your take on the Nintendo Switch? I'm going to say for one, it's a day one purchase for me. Now, mm-hmm. uh, reason being, Nintendo seems to be like the Apple via during the, the uh, Steve Jobs era. Steve Jobs era, I'm sorry. The one thing I always respected about them guys was their innovation. Mm. That's one thing they always had on. And this is for, I mean, and I think the Switch is just another device for those people who don't want to carry around a 3DS or don't feel the need to have a 3DS. Not to say that Nintendo's going to get rid of the handheld division with the Switch, which it could possibly replace, but it's just uh, an extension of a console, which the 3DS never was. Uh, and again, like I said, it's a day one purchase for me, man. I just love the innovation. I love the fact that they're thinking outside the box. Then the, then the typical typical controller and console. Okay. Uh, the only thing the only thing I'm uh, only thing I'm praying they have is third party support. That's all I want. Mm, yeah. And I think that was I think that was the downfall with the Wii U. They didn't have enough third party support. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, with me though, uh, I'm a diehard Nintendo fan, and I used to say this on a uh, other podcasts that I was. Uh, a part of um, Nintendo is the OG of the you know console uh, world like a lot of people uh, talk crap about Nintendo but you gotta think about it Nintendo's been here forever they outlasted Atari they outlasted Commodore 64 they outlasted um, Sega. Uh, ColecoVision oh, yeah. Sega <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Graphics 16, Neo Geo, mm-hmm. they outlast everybody. So to me, that says Nintendo has a war chest and they know what they're doing. Um, I also believe that the Nintendo Switch was what they wanted the Wii U to be. 
But as I was telling when I was on the podcast last year with, with some guys, I said, what you guys not understand is, the, yeah, you're allowed to make mistakes. Uh, Sony made mistakes. They just It was just their time, and they was able to recover from it. You can't invest in casuals. The Wii sold so many consoles because of the casual gamer. And then Nintendo, you know, they decided to, hey, man, we're just going to add a little bit more, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think that's what they did, and that ultimately was their downfall because the casuals, you know how casuals are, they'll be hip to something one minute and then they'll drop it the next and move on to something else. And that's what they did with the Wii U. Um, I don't necessarily think they need third-party support to sell this machine, but third-party support would be wonderful. I mean, I'm yeah. saying, like, like, how many how many Mario games did we have to go through? How many Zelda games? How many Yoshi's Island or whatever the case may be? Like, okay, that those are classics. Those are classic characters. Uh, but how many different games of those types do we need to play before we get some real meaty, meatier games? You know what I mean? I agree with you on that, but think of this for one minute. You said for yourself without even thinking – Hey, this is a day one purchase for me. What I think it is, like we're old school. Uh, me and you, we're old school. So it's it's a it's a nostalgic feeling when we talk about Nintendo. Let's be honest. Let's be honest for a minute. Me and you are not buying Nintendo because Skyrim could be played on. Nintendo. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Let's yeah, be yeah, honest. Definitely. We're buying Nintendo. Because we want to play Super Mario. We want to play that Zelda game. We want to see how far they have come since the first time we put that gold cartridge in the NES. My, uh, my mama couldn't afford the gold cartridge, you know what I'm saying? I, w- I was with the great over. <laughs> I was with the great. <laughs> but I had the game, though. You feel me? I, no, I know. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like I, I'm near for Super Mario. I'm near for Zelda and whatever else that they have first party that we grew up on. If we can get that third party support, then that definitely means they're going to be here for the long haul. You know, so and I do agree with you a hundred, a hundred percent on that. But I just think a lot of the gaming community. They take, you know, they they take a big old shit on Nintendo. And I just think Nintendo should get more respect than a lot of these people give them. Like, you can't be a gamer. Like, you can disagree with the moves of Nintendo, mate, but you can never count them out. You can't never count them out. Well, what was I reading? It was like a fun fact. Like, if Nintendo were to go under and stop making games, they'll be good for, like, the next... 20 years money wise like I mean and not a lot of companies can say they have that type of longevity even after they stop producing games or stop producing Mm -hmm. consoles Mm -hmm. like no Microsoft Sony they can't say that Yeah, Microsoft Microsoft would be in trouble right now if they didn't if their money was strictly from consoles they would kind of be in trouble they they, luckily they're (laughs) console company last 
Yeah, software first, <laughs> consoles last. Yeah, software and licensing first, mm-hmm. console last. Now, that leads me into software. And I know this is a big one for both of you guys because we, we individually I've talked about this with both of you guys. Let's talk about Watch Dogs 2. Nick, where do you stand on Watch Dogs 2, man? Okay, and I was actually thinking about this today. Um, So, again, excitement level is very high. Uh, I've been... I feel like with Watch Dogs 1, I, I always felt like I was like the very small minority that actually liked the game. Now, there was things I did not like about Watch Dogs 1. The drive mechanics, um, the downgrade of what they showed us at E3 when they did show it. Um, but the story was excellent. I think they could have done better with the main character with Aiden Pierce. Uh, but with this one, I am... Very hopeful that this is going to be a great game. I just hope that they're able to take what they messed up on last year and, or not last year, the last game and fix it. Because me personally, I feel like this is a game that especially very needed for me, uh, especially what's going on in the world. So, so like this game, I feel like it's going to be very impactful towards me as well. So I'm very excited for this game. Black, you swing. All right, all right, all right. Let me start by saying first, I enjoyed Watch Dogs 1. I did, I did. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, there were, it did have its issues. Uh, driving mechanics, of course. Mm. The missions, it, it, and I think this is just a staple with Ubisoft. Their games tend to become very repetitive. Don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's just a staple with them. It, it just happens. Um, I'm not gonna speak about downgrades and stuff like that. Only reason being because we done we done suffered enough of that with plenty of other titles too. So it, it just happens. They produce. I mean, because let's be honest, these games are made on PC and they, they look all good and everything like that. And then they bring mm-hmm. them on consoles. And the downgrade is real. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I will say I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I like especially. Well, I'm not sure what you meant when you said with what what all is going on today because we're noticing mm-hmm. a steady trend with uh, games now, especially like Mafia to have a black mm-hmm. protagonist mm-hmm. and, oh, you know, and now with, now with Watch Dogs to have an African-American protagonist. I'm, I'm enjoying the trend that is going. It's, uh, and I don't, I don't mean to make this about race. Just, yeah, I I just, yeah, I know what you that mean. That I'm actually, yeah, that I'm, that I'm actually enjoying now, you know, that everybody's thinking outside the box mm-hmm. in terms of what a hero could be. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Uh, exactly. So, um, I mean, like I said, I'll probably buy it just for that fact alone. Might wait for it to wait for a few reviews, and or may maybe wait for Black Friday to get it. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna cop it and play it. Well, guys, I know this is gonna sound backwards as hell to you guys, but <laughs> I am excited as hell for Watch Dogs too. I did not like Watch Dogs 1 at all. I played the game, I beat it, and I kicked it to the curb because the driving mechanics were terrible. The story was cool. It was it this is what I noticed about you. And you probably agree with me on this too. When they come out with something no other company has ever done, when the developers do something no other company has ever done, 
uh, far as innovation in the game. They always screw it up in the first game, but they make up for it in the second game. That's always been a staple with Ubisoft games as well. Uh, they did that, that with they did that with uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Good, one, the was second one. I heard that one was. I mean, I played it when I sang. Second one was great. Yeah, uh, the first one, the second I, one was amazing, man. But uh, I mean, my only issue, like. Okay, the hacking thing. We've never seen that in the game before. Nope. I, I mean, me personally, I've never seen it. But We didn't. I don't think I'm the only one that didn't feel like it wasn't really hacking. Okay, you push button, bars come up in the street. It didn't really feel like hacking to me. Like, Yeah, I, I know I what you wanna, mean. I want to feel like I'm on some, uh, some. I don't know if y'all remember the movie Swordfish. I want to feel like I'm on some Swordfish type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like some uh, mod squad hacking type. Like yeah. that type of shit. You know, it nah, just felt like it just felt like it was a uh, Something to give it to differentiate itself from other games, but it they, it wasn't fully fleshed out, which I understand. It was the first game of its type like that, and I'm hoping for part two they flesh out the hacking a little bit more, yeah, to make it more immersive into the world. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. That's um, what I'm hoping for. I'm for excited Watch, for Watch Dogs too, um, especially with because I feel like now because like before when Watch Dogs one came out. Hacking was pretty relevant in our society, but like now, you know, with the movie Snowden and then they made uh, the TV show Mr. Robot, I feel like they're really going to feed off of that crowd, especially for me, because that's like my show. So like for people like me um, that watch Mr. Robot, I honestly feel like they're going to resonate, especially with the character that being that he's young, you know? So like I just, I, I have so much faith with this game. I really do truly believe that this might be a good one, especially with uh, Ubisoft's track record with their second games being a lot better than their first one. I'm hoping, because there's so many things that the stars are lining up just to make this game so great. That's why I'm so excited for this game. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Let me add, well, we're going to move on to another game that all three of us like. And we've been waving the flag for this game hmm. and, uh, and stay getting hit in the head. A lot of people hate this game, but we like this game. Let's talk about the division. <laughs> and the reason I, I want to talk about the division is because uh, all three of us in here played the division, still love the division. But there were some systemic problems with this game. Now that they have fixed a lot of things, now that they have fixed a lot of things, and they're continuing to listen to the community, where do you see the division going now that, uh oh, I know I, I'm about to say this, but now that Destiny has cooled off a little bit, do you think the division has a chance? To prosper again? Let's go, Bruce Wayne. You're a Destiny guy. Not at all. <laughs> Not, Not at all. all. <laughs> I just feel so? like it's it's I just feel like it's too little too late. Especially with games that have released up until this point mm -hmm. and games that are soon to be released. I mean, don't get me wrong, the division will still have a player base, those hardcore tryhards. That'll play it. Yep. No, 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 for real. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand that they'll still be there, but 
for the masses, no. I mean, it's done. I mean, and when you when you've already stated that you're releasing the game Wildlands, which I'm more excited for than I am the division, just because of the setting. I'm jumping out of planes, helicopters, and mm-hmm. riding in jeeps and stuff like that. That's what, that was my one issue with the division. Damn, I can't drive a car. All these cars sitting in the drive in the streets and everything. I can't drive a car around New York or nothing. But that's 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 small potatoes. Uh, but I'm more excited for Wildlands than I am the division. I'm just hoping it doesn't take the same turn for the worst that I think the, that that division did. Okay. I, I have no argument for that. Nick, what about you? Oh, man. So, The Division. Um, that's been a game that I I, I want to say I got into a lot of, I want to say debates over, but I have some people that are very anti-Division, right? Um, and I want to see the game do well. Personally, because I do, I thought it was a cool concept, but again, I mean, it it did lack a lot of things that people wanted. And now that they're trying to fix all those problems, now I just feel like a lot of people have already thrown the game under the bus to where nobody's really thinking about it. Because if I were to go tell somebody, "Hey, guys, guys, look, Division's actually fun now," like come play, like they're not they're like, oh, "Okay, that's a little bit too late for that," especially with all these new games coming out now. Um, but I mean. I'm like, gonna be honest with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, like what uh, Black Reese Wayne was saying, you know, it. I think that, um, you know, it's it's pretty much a done deal. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty much, you know, people are kind of fade away from that game now. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I enjoyed Division, but I mean, it's pretty much yeah. True, true story. When I read the patch mm-hmm. notes for that big huge patch, I think it was like four or five gigs mm-hmm. that came out like a couple weeks ago. I'm, I'm hitting my buddies up. I'm like, hey. They just released patches. They done mm-hmm. made this game better. Man, you, you know how many nodes I got to not play in that game? All of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's why I say it's just a little too a little too little too late right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will say this. Everybody that knows me know I was a division flag waver. I still am. Yep. But my buddies ain't picking the game up no more. I'm a season pass holder. When even when people in the beginning, I'm not messing with that game. They downgraded the grab. Uh, man, I was on there grinding, and I'm good at the game. But lately, I, I haven't jumped on the division as of yet since the updates. Like I haven't been on the division in over a month, hmm. and I'm really thinking about uninstalling it. But what's keeping me from uninstalling it is I'm a season pass holder. So I'm I'm think I'm just gonna have to, you know, deal with it. But I don't like to me, I'm the type of person like once I go all in, I'm all in. I have no choice. I'm not invested in it. And I'm not gonna do the division like I did Destiny. Destiny, I was I was hyped for Destiny. Then it didn't go so well. Then they released the Taken King and they said all this crazy stuff. So I bought the Taken King. And then they started, you know, made that obsolete. And then they did that. And then they did the other. And I was just like, I'm not doing that. So I, I, I moved away from that. But um, I'm not going to do that with the division. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to hang in there at least until Wildlands come out. man. You know, I'm, I'm disappointed because the devs did not want to listen to us. It, it feels like to me, because I used to watch the State of the Unions that they used to have on Twitch, 
yeah. and it used to bother me that the de- people would be complaining to the devs and the devs did not take us seriously. It almost feels like they said, F us. I got, we got this money. This is one of the fastest selling games of all time. We got y'all money now. I don't care how y'all feel. That's how it really felt. And I was just like, wow, man. Wow. You know? So I, I was kind of disappointed. And I just don't know if I'm going to pick it back up, man. But I, I haven't uninstalled it yet. I mean, I got a five terabyte hard drive, so ain't no point. So it just stays there and sits. It collects yeah. dust in the digital world. <laughs> Straight up. Now let's move on to something, man, that's dear to all of us. What do you guys think about remasters? Like, how should should remasters be priced differently than uh, games that are just coming out, games that are relevant right now? Like, how do you feel about the price on remasters? Bruce Wayne. It really depends. Now, most remasters that I've seen, they include all the DLC. They include everything, season passes, everything from season pass and stuff like that. But at the same time, it is still a game that we played last generation. Paid 60 60 bucks for the first time. So, no, I, I do feel remasters do need a price drop. Uh... But at the end of the day, it's all up to these uh, these, these the game companies. I mean, I, I know that at the end of the day, it's a cash grab for them because they feel like, hey, if we put it in 1080p, 60 frames per second, it's worth a $60 price tag. Hell no. Uh, like the the Last of Us, like I'm like that that <laughs> that game released like a few months before <laughs> the PS4 dropped. <laughs> And for y'all to re-release the game at 60 bucks and we just played it three months ago, man, fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I caught it, I caught it, I caught it on sale for like 20 bucks, man. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not even gonna do that to myself. Nick, it's so on you. Yeah. Uh I might sound like the bad guy in this one. <laughs> um, so in a way, I see both sides. I see yes in a way where if the game, like if the remastered version adds more content in the game, I see why it's 65. But if you're ever going to remaster the same exact game, like if it's literally the same exact game, it just looks pretty, okay, then yeah, maybe it shouldn't be 65. But they're adding more content in the game because like with the Tomb Raider game, the Rise of the Tomb Raider 20, I know it was the 25th anniversary and I know it's like it already came out on Xbox One and all that stuff, but Actually, no, I'll use the definitive edition because that was actually coming from 360 And they added all the DLC that was from the 360 PS3 um, consoles in the definitive edition. So I kind of see why they, you know, put that 65 um, price drop. Um, but I mean, if it's going to be the exact same game, they're just, again, making it pretty. I don't think it should be the same price, especially with The Last of Us. If it's like it came out a month ago and all of a sudden, like, no, nah, like they need to put it exactly where it's at with all the other consoles. If it's 30 or 40 or whatever, it doesn't need to be the 65. But I do understand why they do market at 65 if they put a lot more content than it did before. My take on this, let's, I'm going to just throw Skyrim at you. Mm-hmm. Skyrim shouldn't have been 
no $60 plus tax. I'm sorry. That game has been, I wouldn't care if you gave me Jesus Christ's mods. <laughs> that game has been beat to death. I love it. I, I purchased it. But I was just sitting there thinking like, man, yo, they, they done milked this game. They done milked us to death with this Skyrim, man. They milked us with this. Yeah. It should right, not I'm, be that expensive, man. I'm gonna be not ultra. I'm gonna be ultra biased right now. Shout out to Steam for just upgrading me for my $17 version to the uh, special edition. Appreciate it. Thank you very yeah, much. Man. Just saying. I'm not even mad at them for that. <laughs> I'm not mad at them for that. And I, I just feel as though Bethesda took us for a ride. Mm-hmm. It really took us for a ride. I don't think no remaster is worth $60. I'm sorry. I, I don't care. Like the last of us was, it was, uh, uh, I'm one of the few people that think the last of us is, was, it was overrated. I think it was a good game, but people are running around acting like it's a masterpiece. The last of us was cool, but I'm gonna let y'all finish. But <laughs> Class of the Tomb Raider was better than Last of Us, man. Hey. <laughs> it was way better than Last of Us, man. And you mean to tell me you're going to sell me that game for $60? And, and, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, $60? Come on, man. I, I just think Remasters has a lane, and they should stay in that lane. $39.99 or something. Yeah, because it ain't nothing but changing some programming codes on it to make it look a little bit prettier. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like, it's not like they put yeah. the one true remaster, I must say, would be Gears of War Ultimate. Like, that game was a remaster. You put it side by side with the original. The game looks 10 times better. Period. Point Way better. Play. It ran like, better, too. Ran better. Everything. Yep. That Man, that was the it. one that was the one true remaster that I played and I was like, okay, this was worth sixty bucks. I agree with you hundred percent. Speaking of <laughs> a game that's not a remaster, <laughs> but it's definitely a copy and paste. Talk about the Call of Duty franchise, man. Oh Lord, man. Come what on, is man. going on with Activision, Bruce Wayne? Like what's going? You, you Why did already, they give us this? You already know I got I got shit to say on these boys, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, man. That Activision, if y'all hear this at any time, though, if I gotta pay y'all to take a year off and just go chill and just sit on y'all asses and think about what y'all want y'all next game to be, I will I will I will try my best to pay y'all out my own damn pocket because y'all really just need to just sit down, go stand, sit at a round table. Have a conversation with yourselves. Look in the mirror, something, <laughs> and just and just think for a minute. Do we want to keep putting out the same fucking game every damn year, bro? Because I feel like that's exactly what we getting. And then the one thing I used to love about Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare. I start with Modern Warfare one, two, and three. Was it? I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I might be off, uh, but whatever. The seriousness and the tone I used to love about Call of Duty, it made me feel some type of way. When you, at that last mission on Modern Warfare 1, where the dude is about to kill a but, old buddy Price or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. you grab mm-hmm. the knife, you chunk it at him, I felt some type of way. I yeah. felt 
I felt like a fucking badass throwing that knife at him. Hopping Vindicated. The, hop, yes. Hopping the multiplayer. It wasn't all this. You got motherfuckers doing the the the, the Y2T and the mashed potato and every fucking thing else. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. I don't I don't want to see that. I didn't play, come and play this for that. I want a game that's serious, that's gritty, that's that's just that that infomature that you see in the bottom of the corner. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see nobody stanky leg or nothing like that, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man, I'm just being real. Yeah. You know, um, I just feel like, and taking a cue from take a cue from Ubisoft. Ubisoft said they're not releasing another Assassin's Creed game. They took a, a year mm-hmm. or so off to make Watch Dogs two. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, they, mm-hmm. they, they're they're basically staying in their mind like, look, we need to go back to the drawing board a little bit. Let's go back, take our time, come back with something new, and reduce the number of fucking developers of these Call of Duty games, man. You don't need three different companies making the same exact game. You got Sledgehammer, you got Infinity Ward, you got mm-hmm. Treyarch. Like you don't need that many creators, like that many co- companies making one game. That shit don't even make that shit didn't even make sense to me when it first started with uh Sledgehammer, uh, not Sledgehammer, with Infinity Ward and Treyarch. Mm-hmm. Remember Respawn like, was why? over there. Yeah, Remember? yeah, Respawn, Respawn was over there. And so, uh, and who? What's the name? Made a uh, uh, Hardline. Uh, uh, Vis, Vis, how you say Viscero? They made a uh, yeah visceral entertainment yeah yeah they made a uh, uh, hardline and that was buns you know uh, so I I wouldn't be mad don't get me wrong I play Call of Duty I play I'm there at midnight releases I brought consoles decorated with Call of Duty themes I you know I brought controllers mm-hmm. I brought season passes I would not be mad if they just sat back went back to the drawing board and said hey let's make the perfect Call of Duty. That's that's my take on it. What about you, Nick? So with the Call of Duty franchise, um, I mean, I, me personally, I don't play them. Uh, I played the what was the last one? It was was it Black Ops Three? Is that what just came out last year? Yeah. Um, Black Ops Three. I I bought it. And then I looked at myself, I'm like, why did I buy this? Because I only played it for like two weeks and I was done with it. And like, you sound like me. Yeah, like I just, I, it's just, I don't know. Like, in, I mean, maybe it's because my first person shooter in me is kind of slowly dying away because it's really hard for me to actually stay put and actually play it. But for Call of Duty wise, like, I just, I don't know. Like, it's, I can't connect with the game anymore. I, I don't know if it's because, I mean, the one Call of Duty that I remember playing was Call of Duty Big Red One on the PS2, and then mm-hmm. and then fast forward to the 360, I played the first multiplayer Modern Warfare I've ever played was Modern Warfare Two, and then I went back to play Modern Warfare One to you know see okay how this became Modern Warfare Two. So you know I went back and played it, and it was awesome. Uh, then Modern Warfare Two was great, and then World at War was pretty fun with zombies and stuff. But then I just felt like every single year it was no different you know and i mean for the company i mean it was hard for them to even figure out okay what can we do next and they implemented um all this flying around with jetpacks or whatever um with exosuits and you know for the for the meantime i think people were with it but then now people are like okay we want boots on ground but then if they do boots on ground it's like you're just going back to the same old same old which i think people want but it's like 
I think Call of Duty is going through a identity crisis because they don't know what they want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they know what they want to become now because I feel like they're trying to compete with, I think we might talk about this later on, but, you know, I think they're, gonna, they're trying to compete with Titanfall. They're trying to compete with uh, Battlefield, almost a Battlefront. I mean, I guess they could technically compete with Star Wars Battlefront too, but I mean, they're, I feel like they're competing and they feel like they have to try to, okay, we got to match up with all of these, uh, our competitors, but I mean, I don't think they know who they are anymore. So I, I just, I mean, for me, like, I don't really play it that much, but I mean, regardless those games still sell like hotcakes. However, I don't, I don't know if you guys know as far as how well they did in sales, but as far as like people getting the game, people are going to play it and they're going to get, make a lot of money from it. So yeah, it yeah. is what it is with that. And, and, I, and, I, and I think, and I think that's, that's Activision's whole deal. Like they know mm-hmm. people are going to buy it just because it says Call of Duty. They could throw, yeah. they could throw a fucking piece of shit in the case and throw Call of Duty on it. And I mean, yep. and, <laughs> People are gonna buy it. It's gonna sell a million copies easy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing. Not calling you gamer. Not calling. Not calling gamers dumb or sheep. It, it just is what it is. It's the yeah, way it works. I am. You know what I mean. I'm calling gamers dumb, and I'm calling you sheep. I mean, because it is what it is. Until until y'all want change, until y'all demand change, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Just until save that for your parting shots. Say that for your part. That was good, but say that for your parting shots because I know you want to go in. Right. Let's move in on to the next topic. I'm not even gonna go in on Call of Duty because no way, no way, no way, your breath is killing itself, man. Yeah. <laughs> How excited are you guys for Red Dead Redemption Two, man? Like, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I seen that red go up on the um, on the Facebook. I automatically knew what it was. You know, I have a connection over there at Rockstar. You know, I'm in New York City, Rockstars. Uh, is in New York City. Uh, I went to high school with a dude that works for Rockstar. How, how uh, excited are you guys for Rock uh, for Red Dead Redemption Two? Nick, um, with Red Dead, uh, you know, I remember playing the first one. Um, not gonna lie to anybody, I didn't finish the game. So go ahead and throw rocks at me. Um, but I mean, but playing it, I thought it was great. I thought, cause it's something that me and my pops, like that's something that me and him, uh, kind of bond over is like the wild, wild west. You know what I mean? Like the cowboys and stuff like that. And that was just cool. You know what I mean? Like it was just different. You know, I, like, I mean, there was that other game, I can't think of the top of my head that was kind of like it, but, um, but it was just the theme of it was just so cool. And after that, I don't. I mean, I think pre- uh, people thought they were gonna make a second one, but it was kind of like up in the air. We all knew GTA was gonna be the game. Like we know, okay, it's gonna be GTA three, four, whatever, whatever. Uh, but a Red Dead, you know, I think it was kind of quiet. I don't think a lot of people were thinking they were gonna make another one, uh, especially with Bully as well. But this is another topic, another day. Uh, but with Red Dead, I'm excited, you know, and I'm actually going to be able to actually play the game, so <laughs> and actually finish it. So I'm excited. I can't wait to. Uh, dive in and uh, because the world is so big like it's a huge world yeah. and I wonder yeah. how big they're going to make the world for this one uh, so I'm excited I can't wait what about you uh, Black Bruce Wayne let me let me let me start by telling uh, Rockstar you know I know y'all see what they did on PC with GTA 5 I, I, I low-key want that on Red Dead Redemption 2 so make that happen for me player oh um, <laughs> 
now, look, I'm 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 excited and I'm like level with it. Um, I did not finish the original one. I'll Last tell you. For me. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Rockstar has the ability to release these games, GTA and Red Dead and whatever. But at the end of the day, it just, and I don't think if that's just me with open world games, they just seem to get the cool factor or the wow factor tends to fade for me. And I'm just like, eh, you know, and and don't get me wrong. I know these games have so much to do and maybe I'm just missing something and not exploring enough with it or whatever the case may be. But these open world games just tend to, that, that wow factor in them just tends to fade with me. And I just stop playing them. Mm-hmm. Despite everybody and their mama could tell me, "Hey, the story is great. This is great. Go do this. Go do that." But at the end of the day, I, I mean, it is what it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm copying the game. I copped the Red Dead Redemption One. I'm going to cop two. I'm going to give it to the 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 good old try and play it and try and play through it and actually finish it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I you know I'm not making any promises. I'm going to sit here and finish it just due to that fact. I could dig it. I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm a big Red Dead Redemption fan. I actually played the original first one, which is Red Dead Revolver. And that came before Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's what so I was talking about. I'm I'm waiting. I think this is going to be good because Rockstar has been quiet for a long time. The only thing we were getting from, from them was updates on GTA 5 online. That's all we were getting from them. Uh, I think I think this is going to be the game, man. I think this is going to definitely be a good game. How good? I don't know. And, and I, I got to give props to Rockstar. I, I love what they're doing with GTA 5. The constant flow of steady updates, despite it only being with the online component and not the single player, I still got to give them props. Because I've rarely seen a game get that type of longevity or that type of support man. from a, another company. Sheesh. So Yo, Rockstar, big ups for that, man, because y'all support the hell out that game, and I'm expecting the same with Red Dead Redemption oh, 2. Yeah. You know, like that, that if you paid 60 bucks for that game and you thought it was dog shit, you're crazy in your mind. Like, straight up. Because, mm-hmm. just because of that fact alone. And I would ex- I would say the same for uh, Red Dead once that drops. Man, you... Yo, let me tell you something, man. This guy, GTA Five been out for how many years? Four, four or five, oh and we still, and we're still. Hey, we're going back you, to the three sixty days, so that's what. Yeah. man, you could take that game back to the store right now, man, and and you ain't gonna get top top dollar for it at. GameStop, but GameStop gonna sell that motherfucker. They're gonna try to sell it for fifty dollars. I, I would not be surprised if it still costs sixty bucks. Only it does. Effect, bro. Yeah. It does. It does. It does. It does. How I how I know it does is because my brother, Amir, stole my copy uh about a few months ago and I had to go back and uh uh get a new copy and I had to pay top dollar for it. Because I don't buy used games. Oh, because you it'd be too many scratches on them games. Yeah. That's why you go digital, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. I, I still have, I don't know why I didn't buy GTA digital, but oh, stupid me. But yeah, man, I'm anticipating uh, Red Dead Redemption too, man. I'm really am 
We're going to next level. And that leads us into my next topic, man. I want to touch on this real quick. 4K gaming. Are you guys excited? Is it a big deal? Is 4K a big deal? I know Bruce Wayne got something to say on this topic. So I want to hear what you got to say, brother. Is 4K gaming a huge deal going forward? Uh, okay. You know me, so you know. Uh-oh. I got, you know oh. me, so I, my bad, I cut off for a second. You know me, so you know I got a rig with a 1080 sitting in it and everything else. And I got an Xbox, I got this and that. I'll be, not to say if I had to play a game at 1080p or whatever, I, it, that's a, it's not a deal breaker. That's what I'm trying to get at. It mm-hmm. is not a deal breaker. It's not. If this game isn't optimized for 4K gaming, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not going to play that game. Would it be great? Absolutely. But is it a deal breaker for me? No. And what a lot of people fail to realize, 4K is the thing now, then t- three, four years down the line will be, okay, what console is going to do 8K gaming? Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know I'm, you've heard me go rant and rave about resolutions and whatever. The- Uh-oh. Uh, you've heard me rant and rave about resolutions, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's never been a deal breaker for me. It's not something that I'm I'm a campaign for. But again, I will enjoy it if these co- these companies release it and allow me to game in 4K. I'm going to play the shit out of the game in 4K, regardless. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I got a monitor and I got a TV I can play it on. I'm, I'm going to use it to its full capabilities. Now, when we're talking about now, I'm just gonna move over to strictly consoles. Now we re, we we buy these consoles, buying them five six hundred dollars. I, I do expect that two years down the line, a comp the company and I'm speaking to Sony and Microsoft both. I shouldn't have to upgrade my console two three years down the line to a game in 4K. Agreed. Y'all, y'all have this technology already. PC gamers been gaming on in 4K for some years now. Yeah, so the the, cons, the console is readily the, the the technology is ready readily available for y'all to create consoles that are, will allow 4K gaming. Yet Facts. y'all want to y'all want to skimp and pinch pennies and do all this other stuff to avoid having to front the dough to make this shit a reality. I agree. And that's that's my whole that's my whole take on it. What about you, Nick? How you feel about 4K gaming? Um I mean speaking for well, I can't speak for everybody else, but when I see it, I think that for the people that are playing these games I don't know if they're going to take it that seriously. I mean Guys that have PC and whatnot, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be checking everything. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be seeing everything because, they're, you know, they, they're more of the technical side. I mean, the more the the casual guy, like, I don't – I mean, it, it's going to look nice, but I don't know if it's going to be as big a deal. Um, to, I mean, it all will because it, it, they'll see a big jump. But for me, like, I will say from playing the PC version of Rise of the Tomb Raider and seeing how it looks on PC, it's very hard for me to play it on consoles now. 
it's very hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. And like I try and like I try not to sound like a jerk about because people some people might get offended by that, but like still, like I I'm not. Really, like I hey, I it looks nice, man. It looks nice. You know, I can change the Whoa. settings, put it on ultra. So like it's yep. it's pretty nice. Um it's, but it's for nice. Yeah, and like for consoles, like for the 4K, I think it's a good. I I think it's cool for a step up in consoles, but I mean, it's it's just. I mean, again, this depends who you ask, because I mean, for the for the PC guys, they're gonna be they, they'll know they'll they'll be checking all the, the the specs and all that stuff. So, um, but as far as 4K gaming wise, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it's it's as long as it's gonna help progress gaming. I'm okay, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm all for it, you know. So I think it. I think, de- again, depending who you ask, because some people don't care, you know. So I think it all depends on the gamer. But I mean, for me personally, I think it's cool. Like I I I, I had a you know I have a background in PC gaming mm-hmm. with uh it started with Diablo years ago, mm-hmm. um years years ago Diablo one. But then, you know, you push away from that because you ain't, you ain't, you ain't with all that mouse clicking at yeah. that time. But when I came back, I came back with The Witcher 3. And once <laughs> I experienced The Witcher 3 on PC, you couldn't tell me nothing. You know, you couldn't tell me nothing. And not to disrespect, because uh, I, P- I have the PS4 Pro now. And you know, I got the Xbox One S. Hey man, all I'm gonna say is this. When you finally upgrade, you're gonna you you're gonna like what you see when you finally upgrade. And it goes back to what you and Bruce Wayne say, man. Once you get a taste yep. of that 4K gaming and how rich and how your characters look and how rich the colors are. You don't look at consoles the same way anymore. You really don't look at consoles the same way anymore. Man. And that's just how I feel about it. You know, um, I, I just feel as though, you know, they need to up the ante. So Xbox, the Scorpio, Better be uh, 4K 60 frames. I don't. I don't think we gonna get those 60 frames. Like mm-hmm. me and me and uh, the Black Bruce Wayne had this debate uh, one day on Xbox Live. We were he, we was like, he was like man. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get 30, but you're not gonna get 60. And my thing is, you know, this is 2016. By the time this system come out, it's 2017. Mm-hmm. Why? Why I can't get forty? You talking about all these teraflops? Why I can't get? Why I can't get a four K and sixty frames? It's only right. You owe it to the gaming community, you know. But we'll see what happens with that. Quick, quick, quick question is: and I know we probably gonna move on to the next. What would you pay console wise for four K? For 4K 60 frames, we're speaking relatively to a con. We're speaking relatively to a console, not a PC. What would you pay for that? Well, 4K 60 frames. Let's just say 4K period. 4K native, no compromise, nothing. Um, I'll pay f- on the console. Uh, I'll pay 550. 550. 
I mean, I'm just speaking in reference to the fact that supposedly the Xbox Scorpio is going to cost, it's going to be the cost of a premium console, which in my mind, I don't even know what a premium console is. Me anymore. either, bro. Like, what, <laughs> what defines a premium console? Because all of all this. Every time my man Devell, every time my man Devell and my brother bring that up, I'm like, what the hell is a premium console? Y'all, y'all shooting these words at me and y'all don't even know what a premium. You hearing people throw it around at the office. So you're throwing it mm. to me. Like, I don't know what the hell a premium console is. As you trying to, as you trying to, it, this is what it sounds like to me, uh, uh, Bruce Wayne. It sounds to me that Microsoft is trying to murky the water between consoles and PC gaming. That's but, what it, it sounds like to me. And they shouldn't do that. But that was their goal when they introduced the Xbox One, the Windows PC, the streaming. That 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 was the original. That's the original goal. Console yeah. is console and PC is PC, though. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is attempting to blur that line between them. Yeah, it's going to be hard because that console better be powerful. <laughs> it better be powerful, then. Well, boys better get, be prepared to pay the cost for powerful. I, I'm, with, I'm with it, but that console ain't going to sell if it's $700. That's you gonna How sit much on you the shelf. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you buy a PS3 day one? Yeah, I got the P. Uh, did I, you say the original, did I buy the, the backward, the the fat one? Yeah, the, the big, the big, yeah, yeah, the big what, one with the. What was that about? What was that about six? Hold on, what was that about six hundred right there? Right. Six hundred. Yeah, six hundred. Right. And this yeah, but I like, was young when that came on. I was a kid, but I was twenty something years old. That shit sold out though, right? Yeah, but. Okay. Wasn't that the but wasn't that the first foray into a different into a different zone? Like that was and the first foray into 1080p though. That was the first and, foray into that. And, and first foray into because a lot of people already a lot of people might not game on their PCs, but they got PCs that are 4K. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They we've been had a lot of people have been had 4K PCs that stream, you know, video in 4K. Excuse me. They just don't have 4K capabilities with that graphics card. You know what I mean? So a lot of people have been streaming video in 4K. All right. So, you know, I'm, po- uh, I'm, po- I'm just going to pose a question there. So those same people, not not those same people, those, the console gamers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who have who could build a PC drops five, six, seven hundred bucks on a 1080, 1080 Ti when those come out mm-hmm. and know they're going to get 4K. Don't you think if they want to remain console gamers, they drop that six, seven hundred dollar price tag on a console they know is ready for 4K gaming out the box? I, 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 please don't take this the wrong way. Most con, I'm a, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to be a dirtbag. I'm just going to say it like this. Most console gamers are ignorant to the fact. I was going to say another word, but I'm going to say ignorant to the fact. They don't know what you know as far as how to build the PC or most. Let me tell you something. Most console gamers don't even really know that you can play on your PC with a controller. Why you think every time we get in an argument with a dude that don't play PC gaming, what's the first thing he say to you? Oh, that's why y'all mouse clicking. Ain't nobody got time to be mouse clicking. 
because they don't even really know or take the time to find out, hey, man, I can use my Xbox controller on the PC and play games. They don't even Facts. realize that they can do that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they always hit us with the mouse click thing. So, of course, they'll spend it because they're ignorant to the fact of how strong PC gaming is and, and how uh, how better their games run and look. And, 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 and for people who are listening... I'm not, I'm, I'm, I have a PC, I game on PC, but I'm a console to the death, but I'm an honest person. I keep it all the way real. I'm always keep it real. Most console gamers are ignorant to the fact. They don't know nothing about no 1080. That's true. They don't know nothing about no, what graphics card to get, how to get it, when to get it, why to get it, and where to put it. They know, but they know them. They know that PS4 and they know that Xbox and they know that Wii. That's what they know. A lot of people are lazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to spend fifteen hundred or not to shame nobody or three thousand dollars on the rig. Hey, they not going that far. You know what I mean? They not going that far. They gonna get their little three hundred and fifty dollar, four hundred dollar uh console. And I'm keep not it, keep it moving. Because it's easy. It's, it's easy. I mean, yeah. there's not the stress. Because, like, with me, I mean, I'll even admit, like, part of me almost regretted even going PC because, like, I didn't know how to build it. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with all these parts? Like, when Amazon came to my house, I saw all the parts. I'm like, okay, I see <laughs> a fan. I'm like looking at shit that's already, that's like my old, like, gateway pavilion, or gateway, gateway, like, old school gateway computer. I'm like, okay, this is already in that, but this is what it looks like inside. I don't know where to put this stuff in. Like, and for me, it was kind of overwhelming. So I understand, like, people not really getting with the PC stuff, but, like, um, but, yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, it's easy. I mean, when you, you go to the store, it's already built for you. You go in, you buy the game you want, you put it in, and you're already playing it. Like, with PC, like, I mean, once you built it, I mean, you pretty much go online, whatever, whatever. But, like, the early process, I don't think nobody really, really wants to deal with all that. Like, that's, like, a lot of extra stuff. So. This, this has always been my idea about something, though. Mm-hmm. If these companies wanted to really be smart about it, create a modular console. That would be great. A console that you can upgrade to stick with the times. Mm-hmm. Because, Man, I mean, you're going to stop their money. Uh, how, 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 are you, how are you stopping money? You're stopping their money because no, that's why. Mo, I'm gonna tell you why you're stopping their money. They don't make the they don't make the pieces that go inside the console. You forget they diagram their console and they send their console out to be made. Nine times you- out of ten, the same company makes X. The same company made Xbox One and the PS4. If you remember. Right, so now, if you now, but if you sitting here taking, if you take that same product that that company made for a console, updated it, re-released it, branded it under the same, branded it under, for example, Microsoft, how is that still losing money? Think about this. If you do that, I can bypass you and go get my pieces from AMD or uh, NVIDIA. I don't need you. I can bypass you and go and do that. And I'm going to tell you why you can do that. 
I don't know about you guys, but I don't use the modem that my cable company sent me because you know the tax in your uh, on your uh, cable and internet bill is you they, you you pay to use that modem. So what I did was I told them, "Don't give me a modem when you come out here. I already bought my modem. You just hook it up." You know what I'm saying? I bought I own my modem, so. You can do that with if 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 you was the if they was to the make consoles like that, you would be able to do that with a console because it's a mini computer. All right, I mean, I see where you're coming from with that. I just feel like it would alleviate this constant, this constant uh, having to upgrade every couple years. It would. Like, me personally, I was not expecting an Xbox One is. I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't Scorpio. either. I, no, I wasn't expecting a 1S, a Me refresh either. or whatever. I thought, hey, I'm good with my – despite, hey, don't get me wrong, the HDR thing, that's fine, that's dandy, whatever the case may be. But give me a full-fledged console with everything I want. Don't skimp. Mm-hmm. Like, personally, I feel like I shouldn't have brought the, the Xbox One S. Me, personally. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the 1S was already – I think the 1S was the, uh, was the console. Man, listen. And I've said this to you in the past, Nick. I -hmm. think the Xbox One and the Xbox One S was made at the same time. And Microsoft tried to pull the wool over our eyes the same way Nintendo did. And they got caught up in the rapture. And then they they act like they went back to the drawing board and and made that S. But I think the S was already made. That's what I keep saying. All this technology is there, bro. Like, it's it's always been there. It shit sitting in some fucking development office down in the yeah. basement, just waiting. R and D with your Batman ass. <laughs> a fucking R and D department sitting in Microsoft in Redmond or whatever the hell they at. <laughs> and the shit just sitting in there, man. Yeah, man. I I, I really su- believe it. I guarantee on, they got man. the successor to the Scorpio sitting in that motherfucker too. Hey, man, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you, man. Sony. And Microsoft is so full of shit, man. Because yeah. and these cats be out here arguing and console warring. Man, these dudes came with Sony came with three consoles in less than four years, man. You got three consoles. Yeah, the Slim is just a smaller version of of the regular PS4, but they still had to make it. That's three goddamn consoles in four years. Bro, come on, man! These consoles was already ready, dog. Bro, already ready. And I just wish gamers see that, man. But I don't. We need to move on to the next topic so we can get ready to get up out of here. Let's talk about Mass Effect Andromeda. Black Bruce Wayne, I know you over there smiling and excited. How you feeling? <laughs> Three words. Bro? Three words. Greatest trilogy ever. Period. I don't know. Mass Effect Three was trash, but we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna <laughs> do that. My opinion. My opinion. Let me live. Let me live. What you think? What yes. you think about that trailer, man? I, I'm not gonna go by trailers. I gotta see gameplay. I got. I, I'm not gonna go by that. Every trailer looks great. Looks beautiful. I, I can. I can praise them. Praise, praise them till I'm blue in the face. Until I see gameplay, I can't say otherwise. 
I'm hoping you get to see gameplay because I feel like I don't want to talk about it because you know you know where I was the other weekend. I don't want to. Yeah, you. I don't want to see C35 classified. I already know, bro. So I don't want to give too much credit to the trailers because trailers look awesome for most games that come out. So until I see gameplay, uh, now I will say I'm excited for the multiplayer. It could have been done previously. I mean, it was done in th- was it two or three that they added the multiplayer where you get like the two. the horde mode type. Two. Okay, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm, hopefully this is fleshed out into the story mode because that I hope that's. So. That seemed like a whole, hey, let's just go ahead and add it just so they can shit up type shit deal. You know, so hopefully this is more fleshed out into the story mode and you can travel with your buddies, jump from planet to planet, go explore, you know, that type of deal. I'm I'm definitely excited to see where they take that. What about you, Nick? Are you a Mass Effect fan? Yep. I am excited for this game. Uh, I watched the trailer. I thought the trailer looked amazing. I think the entire, like, because I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a sci-fi geek. And, like, I, I, that's pretty much my alley right there. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to dive into this world of just Mass Effect. And the game looks great. Like, the, like, the small, like, footage that they showed us at that one PlayStation conference pretty good like it looked really really well done so i'm i'm excited uh i there's again again there wasn't really a lot of stuff on the game that we haven't heard yet i mean i know we got the trailer then we got some small stuff but um i was i don't think they show anything at e3 i don't know if you guys remember anything from e3 but mm, it, it was, was it like a teaser or something yeah, like it that it was a or? teaser just a brief that it was coming that's okay. all it was because, you know, with E3, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I see Mass Effect. But I just remember feeling a little bit disappointed. But, I mean, we still got, you know, the year still going. I mean, we got this month, next month. I mean, I know they just dropped the trailer. Um, I don't know if they're going to show anything at PlayStation Experience. But for, as far as the game goes, Mass Effect, uh, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a good one. I- I'm expecting a showing at PlayStation, the PlayStation Experience. I mean, only because <laughs> they're already advertising the game. You know, with exclusive content to PlayStation owners or what, what play thought. mission packs okay. first or whatever the case may be. So I'm, I mean, I'm expecting some type of showing from Sony in regards to Mass Effect. Uh, so that uh, that's we need to say that for another video though. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> oh, we we whole, definitely the, that whole console. You can talk about it in your part and shots. Yeah, you definitely can shoot it in your part and shots. Um, I'm ready for it, man. It's it's been a long time coming. They've been teasing us and, and talking about it. And, you know, a uh, couple of weekends ago, I got to go out there to San Francisco and play it a little bit. And I enjoy it myself, and I think it's it's shaping up to be something pretty good. We'll see what happens with it, man. I, I'm just – I've been waiting for this for a long time. A long time, man. So um, we'll see what happens, man. I know the beta's coming real soon. It's like you had to – it's, it, it, signing up for that beta was like signing. But well, that was a job signing, application, bro. Yeah, man. It was like a job <laughs> application. They want to know if, if, if you're married, all that <laughs> crap. I was like, dang, really? Mm-hmm. But let's move on, man. It's November. It's the 10th of November. What do you what do you guys I want to know your predictions for the rest of the year? And 
if you had to pick your game of the year right now, what would it be? Bruce Wayne. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's it, this is a horror question for me though, cause my my most exciting game hasn't the game I'm most excited for hasn't released yet. Final Fantasy 15. That's me. Mm. I'm an RPG fan to the heart, mm-hmm. you know. So that game hasn't yet to release for me. But if I had to pick one, like let's just say right here and now, mm-hmm. it's gonna surprise people. I'm going with Doom. Wow! Wow! wow. I have never had so much fun. I have never had so much fun in a first-person shooter. Felt that sense of nostalgia plus the relentlessness. And it just, that game was visceral. It was everything. The game was absolutely gorgeous. Of course, I was playing playing it on PC, but it was absolutely, it was gorgeous on console too. The game was absolutely gorgeous. The story was nice. The, I'm still playing it just to find all the little secret rooms where they went back and it's little parts of Doom 1 levels in it. Like, I've, I never felt some type of way about a game like that before, uh, especially a shooter. And I think mainly because I, I remember playing Doom 1, Doom 2, shooters like Duke Nukem and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just brought Quake. back that... Yeah, Quake. Yeah, it just uh, brought back yeah. that sense of nostalgia that, mm-hmm. that nostalgia that I haven't had in a long time with any video game. What about you, uh, Nick, if you had to pick? Wow. Okay. So, like, if there was a gun to my head, I would, again, I, I don't know. I don't know if this counts. But yes, it, it does. I know where year. you're going. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. I would have to go with that because uh, it's just, I, I mean, I, there's nothing I can say about it. I mean, the game playing it the gameplay is so amazing like i like from playing it from the first team raider like from 1990 was it 3 1993 94 96 so i remember i did the 20 year thingy um rise of team raider uh because my first one i ever played was team raider 2 now obviously i was one years or i was even when i was infant when that came out so i technically didn't play when it first came out but once i got older i got my hands on it played it and um yeah it's it's such a different game, but it's not to the point where I'm disgusted. You know what I mean? It's not like they, they are tarnishing what that game was. Uh, and like going back and playing it, like the gameplay is just, it's great. And the story is great. Um, so, I mean, that's what I have to say for now, December, at the end of December, it all could change. Cause we still got a couple games. I'm looking at. I'm yeah. like, All right, it might give make it run for its money. I still got to beat Deus Ex. I'm still playing that. So anything can change. But right now, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I'm, that's pretty much the game for me right now. Um, a lot of people, you know, smart asses was like, well, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out yeah. November 2015, mm-hmm. but uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider only it was a timed exclusive for Xbox. So it, it doesn't really count. I mean, as that, you know, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider didn't even get a nomination towards the end of the year last year. So for me, right now, 2016. I know what uh, he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. Watch this. No, mine is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, okay, my bad. Mine is Rise of the Tomb Raider. What you thought I was going to say, though? Mine I, I, is- I thought you were going to say The Witcher. No, The Witcher 3 was 2015. I, oh, I, oh, yeah, sure. If you go back and listen to my first podcast, 
And uh, nigga tell you, I've said last year that uh, The Witcher 3 was going to win 2015's game of the year, and it won. I said that before the game even dropped. Um, but I think Rise of the Tomb Raider is probably the best game right now, hands down, of any story, anything. Graphically, everything. Everything right now. Uh, it, it's just, it, it looks wonderful. It looks wonderful on PC. It looks amazing on PC, and it looks good. It even looks good on... On console. I played it, I played it on, on console. Yeah, like, it, look, it, it, it looks good. It really looks good, but that's my prediction. But again, it's going to change because we're going to have this again in December, and I know a lot of Final Fantasies, a lot of Final Fantasy votes going to be out there, man. A lot of them. You know, a lot of them. A lot of them. I would say Rise of the Tomb Raider for me. It's up there. It's probably my top five. Oh, okay. You know, of this year, man. I still need to put some work in the day of six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like like I, I'm standing by my word on Doom. If it, if it don't win Game of the Year, Shooter of the Year at least, please stop giving it to Battlefield and Call of Duty. Damn, <laughs> well, I'm not year, impressed. Last, last year, I'm not, I'm, Splatoon I'm, surprised everybody. Splatoon was good, man. Oh yeah, Splatoon. Was good. Nobody has to worry about that. There were no surprise shooters out here this year. I don't think. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch might oh, yeah. yeah, Overwatch, Overwatch yeah. might snatch it. No, 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 no. I might cop that. Overwatch might snatch it, man. That game, that game lasted two weeks in my playlist, bro. Yeah, <laughs> might snatch it from Doom. Everybody yeah. plays Overwatch, man. I, I, Everybody. I can't, I can't sit there and play two uh, the same mode over and over again. I can't do it. It's not me. You know, I mean, I know they added some stuff now. I haven't been back at it yet. Maybe I'll give it a shot. You remember y'all mind. had it on PC before everybody though. Remember it no, came no. to console I I, No, I didn't. I didn't. Even, I didn't. I bought it on Xbox. I didn't buy it on PC. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's mad modes there now. There's it's more than one mode there now. Yeah, so I might have to delve back into it. You know, I mean, but yeah. from an overall standpoint, when it first released, man, that one that one mode shit like attacking the fin. That was it. Like I'm like, what am I playing this for? <laughs> <laughs> Now yeah. I will say that that's the most, in terms of just the overall difficulty mm-hmm. and learning curve. You have to work as a team in that game. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll give it that. I'll give it that. It actually requires skill to actually be good at that game. It does. You know, it definitely does. Because when I've jumped on it in the beta, I even though I was dying a lot, I loved it, and I kept playing until I got nice at the game. But if we're just talking all around shooters, though, Doom hands down. Period. Doom is that running gun arena shooter, boy. It's that old school arena shooter, man. All right, guys, man. Um, I, I know uh, you guys are sports fanatics like I am, too. So we're going to do it like the sports reporters, man. Uh, parting shots like on the sports reporter. Nick, you started off. All right. So pretty much, okay, I don't know how this is going to go because I don't want to turn it into... I just, you know, I just... Right now, it's a very hard time right now, um, especially with stuff that's going on. We all know what happened. I'm not going to get into it. We're not dumb. We all all know what's going on. And um, right now, uh, 
as far as gamers goes, like gamers in America, you know, in where we're living at, I think that right now is probably going to be a time where gaming is going to be something that's going to keep us going because there's a lot of things going on right now. And I just feel like, especially like when I was saying with Watch Dogs 2, like it's, it, I'm happy for what's going on with that game. We got Final Fantasy coming out. That's huge fan base. Um, so people are going to be playing that. And I just, hopefully, just people that are listening, I just want to say that, you know, find that game you're playing and just enjoy your time because, you know, there's some things that are going on right now that we got to, I mean, it's hard to not get our minds off it because we do, but then, like, sometimes it's okay just to just take a step back and just enjoy your time playing these games because I'm excited for Watch Dogs 2 and, when I saw the trailer, the it almost looked like a. I think it was almost they want to call it like a cinematic trailer. Uh, seeing that, it just made me feel a little bit better because I'm like, okay, well, you know, Watch Dogs is coming out. Like, I think gaming right now for gamers living here, I think we're gonna have we gotta you know pull together and just enjoy these games, uh, and hopefully these games are good too because that's gonna suck. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, that's pretty much all I gotta say for my parting shots. I just. Uh, it's a hard times right now, and I just think that right now, it's it for me. It feels good to be a gamer, uh, to be playing games right now. It's definitely, Bruce, so are you? Yeah, to, to kind of bounce off what level was saying. Yeah, I mean, this is our escape. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our escape from either stressing your life, stressing the world. Could have got fired from your job. You know, you, you never know. You don't, you don't know people's situation. It's just like any other type of media, music, movies, video mm-hmm. games is an escape for everybody, you know. Um, and especially, yeah, with what's going on in the world today, I mean, not just what happened two days ago mm-hmm. or yesterday or whatever, uh, but just overall, I mean, over the past couple of months, couple of years, you know, just, guys, find your niche, stick with it, and don't let this world get you down on anything. Yeah. You know. Uh, but to my actual parting shot, as I said earlier, a lot of these games are becoming a lot of cut, cut and paste, cut and copy, whatever the case may be. And until y'all demand some change from these companies and stop being taken advantage of, of consumers and demand that your dollar be your hard-earned dollars, whether you live with your parents and stay hard-earned dollars or you making your own money out here at work, slaving every day, until you demand that change from these companies, man, ain't nothing going to change. Mm. Simple, well, simple as that. Well said. Uh, I was going to go in the direction that Bruce Wayne uh, went, but I'm going to swerve and go to a different uh, lane real quick with my parting shots. And I'm going to say it like this. The gaming community as a whole needs to change. This is not the rap arena. This is not hip hop. This is not gang culture. This is none of that stuff. We are here to game. If you are a gamer, you're not a gangbanger. Bottom line. And I'm mainly talking to one Pacific side of the gaming community. I don't need to go into it. You know how they think of us? They call us the the uh, the crumb side of YouTube. And I'm going to say that. I don't like it. 
So that's why I stay far away from a lot of people within the gaming community. I don't know what made people decide to try to turn the gaming community into what they see on television or see Young Jeezy or Meek Mill and all these other cats do. This, gaming and hip hop are two different things. Leave You can listen to music while you play games, but don't bring that garbage into the gaming community, man, because you ruin it for everybody. It's time to, like, play games, man, and forget everything else. And, and you know, bounce off what these guys was talking about, man. I'm glad we're starting to uh, get some black antagonists as characters pro, in some pro, of these games. Pro, protagonists. Protagonists, yeah, yeah, yeah. protagonists <laughs> my bad. <laughs> some protagonists in these games. I don't know. Lincoln Clay could be a protagonist and an antagonist. He, he's, he's anti-hero. Yeah, I get yeah he could be. He could be. He's my hero. You watch my <laughs> you know. walkthrough on uh, Mafia Three. You'll know Lincoln Clay is my hero. And right now, I'm playing the shit out of Mafia Three because it's it needs to be played mm-hmm. because there's a section of uh, of this country that don't like me. They don't like what I stand for, and that's all right. That's why I put on I, I put on Mafia Three, and I just go to work in New Bordeaux every night. <laughs> every night, Lincoln Clay can be seen in New Bordeaux beating the clan's ass. And on that note, I'm out of here, and I'll see you guys next Thursday. It's been real. Yes, indeed. Peace. Later.